We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I like to say it this way. It won't work just because you say it, but saying it is involved in working it. It's God's Word system. It works that way, and you release a live seed when you speak words. That thing is potential, has a potential of destroying, building, causing something good to happen or something bad to happen. I think probably one of the best ways to bring that out is to point out to you this, that every seed produces after its kind. Now, if some guy gets in strife with you and he tells you something real bad, you know, calls you a bad name, and you get in strife with him and you do something to him bad, strife breeds strife, doesn't it? I mean, strife will produce strife, love will produce love, and so on. That's the way it works. That's God's system. It's God's law of seed time and harvest. And it all starts from a seed. The seed we're particularly involved with right here is the Word. Your words and God's Word. God's Word furnishes the seed. God's Word is incorruptible seed. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Peter says, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed, which is the Word of God, that liveth and abideth forever. God's Word will abide, it lives. Notice, it says it lives and it abides forever. Now, it may not abide in you, but it's going to abide somewhere. It's not going to pass away. God's Word will never pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's Word will never pass away. So it's eternal. And that Word is given to us. Now, we can take from that Word and use the incorruptible seeds. That's why it's so important that when we're speaking over something that we desire to come to pass, whether it's in prayer or whether it's just in conversation about it, that we use God's Word in that. It's like someone said, they came to him and said, won't you agree with me and believe for this certain thing to come to pass? He said, well, now, what particular scripture are you basing this on? Well, he said, nothing in particular. And the fellow said, well, that's what you're going to get. Nothing in particular. Because, see, how could you have faith in it if you don't know what it's based on? Incorruptible seed. You have a seed for the promise. Now, the seed for the promise is in the promise itself. See, that's the Word of God. That's the seed. The promise is the seed. And the seed is in the promise. <laughs> now, you may have to think about that a while. But that's the way it works. The seed is in itself. Now, see, that's the law of Genesis. He says that every herb will bring forth after its kind, every tree, every fruit tree, and every grass after its kind, whose seed is in itself. Now, when God promises something in the Word of God, that promise itself is the seed that will produce the promised thing. Now, let's bring it over into the Scripture there in Hebrews 11th chapter, verse 1, where it says, 
now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of the thing. Faith is the substance. All right? Faith is also in the substance. Now, if faith is the substance of the thing, now listen very closely, if faith is the substance of the thing desired, and what is desired is what God has promised, then faith is the substance of it, and the substance of it is in the thing itself, in the promise itself. Actually, it's the Word itself. So it boils back down to the Word of God. Now, I want to say that again. Faith is the substance of things. Now, the things is the things that God has promised us. It's the substance of those things. So, faith is the substance of it. So, it's the life germ that will cause it to work. It puts life into that seed. Now, see, the seed lying dormant. The promise of God here in the Word of God is lying dormant like a seed laying on the floor. It's not going to produce anything because it doesn't have any moisture, doesn't have any soil, or seed in a sack. Any farmer knows you got seed in the bin or in the sack. It's not going to produce any harvest. That seed is dormant. But you see, when you take that seed and plant it, you've added some faith to it. See, faith is action. See, faith is an action word. So faith causes the life of that seed to come forth. See, the seed's already alive, but it causes that seed to germinate. The speaking of it. See, the speaking of the promise releases the life force of the seed, which is the word of God and the promise of God. And it gets inside you, and not only that, it releases it in the promise of God. Now, it's just like the seed laying on the floor that is not planted. It's alive, all right, because the life force is in it. It's capable. It has the potential of producing after its kind, an exact duplication of kind. So if you're talking about a promise of financial prosperity, the seed is in itself. The life force to produce the prosperity is in that seed itself, which is the promise of God or the Word of God. The Word is the seed. Now, see, if you go to the... And we probably will before we get over with this thing. If you go into Mark, the fourth chapter, Jesus talking about the sower, he said, The sower soweth the Word. Now, there's no doubt that he's talking about using the Word as a seed. Now, whether he's using it to get people saved, baptized in the Holy Ghost, or to get his needs met and get his grocery bill paid, it's going to all work the same way because the seed produces after its kind. So particularly here, we're talking about the Word of God, which is the promises of God as being alive. It's alive. It's in book form. But now let me read you something. Go with me to Mark, the seventh chapter. And listen to what Jesus said to the people around him in that day. Verse 9. Let's read from there, and we'll read uh, several verses here. It says, He said unto them, Full well you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whosoever curseth father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, If a man shall say to his father and mother, It is Corban, that is to say, a gift whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. 
and you suffer him no more to do aught for his father or mother. In other words, he was saying, if they say, I'm just giving you this and you're not paying me for it and that it's just a gift, whatever I'm doing, why, just let him go. You don't have to make him do anything. Now listen to what Jesus said. Making the word of God of non-effect through your tradition, which you have delivered and many such like things you do. In other words, he said you can, through your tradition, render the word of God of non-effect. God had established something there about that, but they, through their tradition, was rendering the word of God of non-effect. Now, it's not a matter of the word of God not being able to produce, because the word is alive. It's a living substance. But it's a matter of what you did with the seed sometimes. Now, see, the seed is the word of God. The seed is the promise of God. But seeds must be planted. And not only that, there must be faith to activate that thing. So as a seed laying on the floor, I'm going to say it again because I want you to get this. As a seed laying on the floor, unless somebody has the faith to pick it up and plant it, it will never produce anything. Although the seed is alive, it has life force in it, it has the life of God in it, it will produce but it will not unless somebody has faith enough to act on what they know to do and plant the seed in the ground. Now, see, we're talking about the life and the power of words. Particularly here, we're talking about God's Word. You can render God's Word of non-effect by tradition. Well, this is the way we believe it. I just don't believe in confessing the Word of God. I believe that if it's God's will for me to be healed, then I'll be healed. If not, it's God's will for me to suffer. Your tradition has rendered God's Word of none effect. It won't work for you. God can't do a thing about it. You may die before your time. Somebody said, well, if I go this way and, and I die, will I go to heaven? Yeah, I got good news and bad news. You may go to heaven, all right, but you may go in the morning. You may get there before you intended to. You may die before your time. Why? Because somebody failed to plant the seed. The seed is the promise of God. Here it is. This book is full of seeds. There is enough seed, and the Bible says they're incorruptible seed. There's enough seed in this book to cover the whole spectrum of your life right here, of the whole human existence. There's enough seed right there to do it. But it won't work unless you plant it. Even though it's alive, even though it's a living substance, it's a seed in a sack. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed by the Word of God. Now, our CD offer all of this week is CD offer number 7210. It's God's Creative Power is the title of it. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. This will be a blessing to you. I take the little booklet, God's Creative Power, and elaborate on the confessions that are in it. You know, we are supposed to hold fast to our confession of faith. And so many times people confess 
their problems. They talk about their failures and all of this. Well, faith cometh by hearing. Whether you're hearing good news or bad news, faith is coming. You can talk sickness and disease till you have more faith in sickness and disease than you do in healing. Ten times in Genesis 1, it says, And God said. Now, why did it say that? Because God wants you to know that creation took place when God uttered words. Faith-filled words. And then he said, let man have dominion over the earth. Well, how was man going to have dominion? Through faith-filled words, based on the authority of God's word. God gave man authority on this planet. And we have to keep God's word in our mouth if we're going to have faith in our heart for the promises that are in the word of God. Now, we're not talking about using God's word to get something God doesn't want you to have. God's already given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him and through the exceeding great and precious promises. So if we get the Word of God down in us, Jesus said it this way, If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and it shall be done. This is the practical side of the Word of God to use it in your life. And we go through some of these confessions in the book. If you will confess what God's Word said about you, eventually you will go to believing the way God believes. That's offer number 7210 for a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.